There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Uh, welcome to you, the Nerdist Podcast number 320. Short announcements this week. Talking Dead is back for an hour which means Walking Dead is back, too, because otherwise what would we be talking about? Uh, Walking Dead is on every Sunday now for the next two months, and it's at uh, 9, 8 central. And then Talking Dead is moved to right after the first airing of Walking Dead, and we are now an hour long. So if you missed the show this past week with Kevin Smith and Stevie Un, uh worry not, because now you can see bonus footage over at youtube.com slash Nerdist. Yes, the Nerdist channel has gotten uh, the bonus segment uh, on the of the Talking Dead on, on the Nerdist channel. I'm just going to keep using the same words over and over again. How'd that bad? So uh, go to youtube.com slash Nerdist, click subscribe, just so you know, so you're in the loop next week on Talking Dead. Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead, uh, and Joe Manganello from True Blood, who, uh, who I like. He's, uh, he's pretty manly. He's... Uh, He's, I, I'd say it'd have to, I'd be like three of me would equal one Joe Manganello, and I feel like that's a very conservative estimate on my part. It actually, no, I think that's a liberal estimate. No, it could be conservative. I don't, I don't know, I'm sorry, I'm looking at cosplay things. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about Joe Manganiello? Yeah, I was just doing the intro for the podcast. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's okay. He's pretty hot. Did you think I was just talking to myself out loud? <laughs> you do that sometimes. I sure love talking about my own show out loud to myself. I'm Chris Hardwick, and I host The Talking Dead. <laughs> also, we have bonus footage of the Nerdist channel. <laughs> <laughs> that was super sneaky. <laughs> Why? You just snuck that right in there. What did I... Oh, you mean I as I was plugging yeah. while making fun of myself? Yep. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's just inherent now. Go back to your cosplay. Okay. This episode, what cosplay stuff are you looking at, by the way? I'm looking at Gage from Borderlands. Oh, you're gonna gauge it up? Maybe. Very interesting. Very interesting. Chloe Dykstra, host of Just Cause on the Nerdist <laughs> Channel. Another plug. Wow, it's crazy. Totally I don't know how you do that. Yeah. It's so fluid. I don't know. I guess I'm eating cornflakes. A plug for cornflakes. What? Which cornflakes, though? They're different brands. I don't know. You have to be plugging a certain brand. Yeah. <laughs> plug that brand. I guess I'll plug the... There's got to be one that comes in a bag that's like... Joe Manganello's. Wait, ja Joe Manganello. <laughs> Joe Manganello's. Joe Manganello's. If you say his name that way, then it means like eat, eat. And it's oh yeah, Manganello. Otherwise, it's it's Manganello because his family, which which means which means a little Japanese soap opera book. <laughs> I did not know that, Christopher. Yeah. And now you've Joe lost Manganiello. at least 50% of your listeners. I lost 75% of them two <laughs> minutes ago. 
But I'll tell you something. What's very exciting about, uh... What does he have to have his girlfriend on in the intro? Why can't he just do the intros? <laughs> really? It's free podcast, the, but... There's the troll voice. Let me suck this snot up that's dripping out of my nose always. Yep. Um, I'm very excited because this episode was Jason Schwartzman, who I'd met once before when we did the Craig Ferguson show together, and he's he was really nice, but I had no fucking idea how cool he would actually be to hang out with. Sometimes you get people on the show that are really great guests, and sometimes you get people on the show where you go, this guy's one of us, like, he could just come hang out with us, and Jason Schwartzman is that guy, so, uh, this was super fun, and, uh, I, I hope you... I hope if you didn't if you didn't know that much about Jason Schwartzman before, you're gonna want to fucking hang out with this guy now from now on. So maybe it's a curse. Maybe this poor guy. Maybe we've cursed him with hundreds of thousands of new friends <laughs> who will always be uh, wanting to hang out with him. So it's Nerds Podcast number three twenty with Jason Schwartzman, which technically is a plug for Jason Schwartzman. I guess that's true. No, you have to do you have to do it uh, like Norman Osborne. Impressive. <laughs> when he and Spider-Man first start throwing punches. Oh yeah, totally. Yep. Ready? Did your dad do the effects for that? Yeah, he did. God damn it. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> now entering nerdist.com. Spirit animal. And uh, we saw, we looked at the X, uh, you can do, you know, uh, I'm not sure if it's an X, what it is of a pregnant dog, but we saw many, many little spines inside of the mother dog. We're like, wow, there could be a lot of dogs. We don't, it's beyond, we can't fully tell, but there might be more than three, which is very unusual. 101! Yeah, there have been. I, I just start, I just started recording, so we're just. Oh, okay. we, I, I, I actually do want to talk. Yeah. You brought your you brought your pup. I did. Who was adorable. Frenchie. Arrow. Arrow. So you said. Arrow Joel Schwartz. So your mother your mother has the parents of your dog. My it. mother. I'm gonna get up on this. And the, and, <laughs> and my mother. Uh, get up on that. Just get up on this microphone here. My mother has um, his his parents. Yeah. Zaza and Boris Schwartzman. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and, um, and uh, Zaza accidentally got pregnant. Dogs do not oh, like to pull Boris, out. You nope, dumb. they can't. They can't. They I don't will, think they physically can. They actually. will not pull out. I try to use that excuse too. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, sorry. Oh, I got a dog in me. I really yeah. like to. Yeah, I'm stuck. Yeah. Um, and uh, gonna have to let's see this through. But um, anyway, there was a pregnancy, uh, and. Uh, you know, French bulldogs uh, will have two to three in a litter, mm-hmm. babies. Um, and uh, we took Zaza to the doctor uh, when it was time for her to have her children because French bulldogs have to also be delivered cesarean section, I oh, believe. Oh, what? And by it the just way, sounds like an error in breeding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. There was actually was a, well, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's um, and by the way, anything I say, I think it's true, but it could also be false. So I'm not claiming I don't speak for the truth. Sure, I'm not a spokesman for the sure. truth. Sure, um, but um, she, uh, the doctor came out and said, "Well, we've got good news and bad news." 
And by the way, side note, I was not planning on having a dog. I was um, young and didn't feel the response that I could handle the responsibility. And uh, doctor, the doctor came out, and doctor came out, <laughs> and doctor told us. Doctor, and doctor. Do, and do, doctor came out and said, um, uh, we've got good news and bad news. The good news is there are six healthy French bulldog puppies, which I've never seen before. Wow. The bad news is there's a seventh one who is not breathing. He's still burst, but we're, we think we actually might be able to save him somehow. Um, and we're working on that. And I just said, if you can save him, I will take him. And uh, oh. then they brought out this young man. Oh. Arrow, they saved the, him. Miracle they dog. And, uh, zombie and, dog. Yeah, he is a zombie dog. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I live with him. He lives with me. We've been roommates for a while. And, um, <laughs> he is adorable. It's crazy when you think you don't, you're not going to be able to handle the responsibility of a dog. Yeah, and then yeah. it's just you just make it work somehow. And I then know. you go, oh, the little irritations that come with like, I got to get home and let it out. Or yeah, I got to yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, you get up early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh. And it's just like you think it's going to be a lot bigger of a deal, but like the joys you get like supersede all the little irritations yeah. that come along well, with formed, it, like cleaning up pee. We, just like formed, babies. we formed a bond with dogs thousands of years ago, which helped, I think, helped us gain evolutionary superiority because we had a, a hunting over pack. Over the dog? Ah. Well, over the dog, but also over, over, over species, o- over other... Not perhaps, dolphins. Not dolphins. You can't cage that spirit. Over other hominid species that maybe were vying for the position that we took, for the number mm. one seed Yeah, <laughs> that we that mm. dogs helped but us did, get there. Did you see the, the... There was a document... Was there something about like the evolution of... Yeah, Dogtown uh, and Z-Boys. Those dogs are good skaters. skaters. (laughs) Balance. It's all about balance. French bulldogs are surprisingly good uh, skaters. The thing is, no dogs were doing that at the time. (laughs) Exactly, man. And there was that one day. There was that one day where that dog just came over the lip. All these empty dog bowls. I'm just cutting to the scene in my head of the movie where someone just takes a French bulldog at the top of a half pipe and just and just drops him down and he just slides all the way down to the middle. On his knees. <laughs> on, the, yeah. on his knee pads. <laughs> that's pretty much it. But yeah, I'm sure if you go down to Venice Beach, you will see a dog on a skateboard. I'm sure that's a yeah. thing that you'll end up Oh, absolutely. Into. I, yeah. and, and they typically, I feel like, I've never seen it in person, but I feel like I have seen videos of dogs on skateboards. And they're yeah. usually bulldogs. Yeah, it's bulldogs. Yeah. And they're big bulldogs. They can, yeah, because they're like, they are blocks. Yes, Guys, why are we not making skate dogs right now? I'm I mean, sure that's going to pu- be next. Puppy Bowl, 10 Wait, million actually, viewers. No, it's gonna are be, you it's talking gonna about be... skate dogs? The show? What no. are you talking Is there a or show? Just, no, I don't know. Like, I think I think we should make skate dogs. Guys, guys, let's Animal call Planets. the people that make Air Bud series. Skate buddies. Skate buddies. Oh. Skate buddies. Oh. Do we have to use golden retrievers, or can we use? I'd rather not, but it seems like the way they want to go. You yeah. know what? But we can use like, but we can use different breeds as te- like teasers. Like next week. Oh, oh yeah. boys, welcome to Shih Tzu. Now <laughs> that that sounds like Will they accept it. That sounds like Will something. <laughs> That sounds like something that an ancillary character in a Wes Anderson movie would do. Like, oh, he left the family to go start a, a, a camp for skating dogs. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you want him to, if you want to tell him he can use that, <laughs> if you want to tell him, yeah. tell him Chris Hardwick came up no. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he wants to. If you're watching, freebie. if you're watching a mo- one of those of uh, his movies in the future, and you happen to see skateboarding dogs, <laughs> then you know. I want to release right now. <laughs> uh, I sign release that you will not press uh, any. I would also like uh, in the release. Matt and Jonah had nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a weird thing to put in, but just, we just reprise. Yeah. No last names either. No, yeah, Matt yeah. and Jonah. Just do it. No, his last name is Anjona. Oh, this is yeah. a, Matt and Jonah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, there is a... Uh, ah, never mind. <laughs> I was going to go in a new direction, yeah, but think I thought of a really the better serious of it. Up, hey, yeah, by the it. way, uh, I, uh, I parking downstairs, I yeah. saw the, the the most amazing man, uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, yeah. Yeah, I saw him Oh, is he here? Yeah. He's here. He's, He's gorgeous, here. isn't he? He really is. Yeah. He's the greatest. He's and um, um, I worked for one day on Parks and Recreations, and it's A, it's the greatest place, great right. job, incredible. But uh, I met him, and that's how I, I, so I said hi to him downstairs. I told him I was coming here, and he said, I said, have you done it? He said, no, I'm dying to do that Ooh. show. He said, that, he said, that's, quote, unquote, that's my bag. What? <laughs> oh, shit. He, is he a, would say that. He is a master woodworker, Nick Offerman. Yeah, him and his yeah. brother Matt do a lot of woodwork. They have a shop. He is Matt I, and Jonah Offerman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Offerman's just like like when you think of like a man. Yeah. Like he's just a man. He, like yeah, statuesque, is. cool mustache. Yeah. He, like ever, ever, like uh, I always like I'll grow a mustache and I'll keep yeah. it for a bit because I'm like it's like oh yeah. but it, I want it to look like it's his. not gonna look it's like not. Nick Offerman. I, like I got the little split and it just becomes. I have kind seen of, you know, religious illustrations of Adam and they look nothing like Nick Offerman, but they should. They should That's look like Nick Offerman. He really is just. Uh, He's just uh, captivating. Like when, like, just talking to him, just the way he looks at you, and uh, and working on that show too. Just um, he was so fun. I mean, he's just he's, he's he really is amazing. Now, now, what do you think that is? Because I, I'm always I curious know. to know that you know, like so, some people just have this sort of. M- Sorry, the, guys, this, about Eric. No, no, <laughs> let him that. roam around. Okay, good. Let him snort and roam free. Oh, he's not roaming. Oh, God. <laughs> let him I prance around. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring him a chew toy, so he's like, oh, I guess I'll just eat my hand. Oh, yeah. I saying, we, I'm sure we could give him a book to chew on. There's tons of stuff you have around. a Kindle? Yeah, or... a copy of your book? <laughs> is, that the, is that the Los Angeles book? Yes. It's one of those, the one in the neighborhood. Location filming in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. That whole series is really cool to yeah, look through. Yeah, yeah. There's a movie called um, Los Angeles Plays Itself. Have you ever seen this? No. Oh, I, that sounds like something I want um, to see. It's a documentary, and I, again, I'm not a spokesman for the truth <laughs> or for facts. <laughs> but, but he is for truthers, because he doesn't believe. I, really I am for, tru- for truthers. <laughs> and factoids. Just yeah. fun facts. Yeah. 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 Or just, like, uh, things that, like, you know, the Magritte, uh, this is not a pipe. Yeah. yeah. That's sort of like everything I say, this is not the truth. <laughs> but it is But it is something. Yeah. Um, that... Maybe we'll make you Google something, and then you'll find the real truth. I'd it. prefer to bang it, but keep but, going. Uh, bang it, whatever you want. Bang it, whatever, is, whatever comes up on it. your... Yeah, yeah. But, uh, there's, yeah, the Los Angeles plays itself is, a, I think it's four hours, and it's just clips of um, the history of Los Angeles in movies. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. um, I love those kinds of things. But it's, um, apparently it's, it's unreleasable. You can't buy it, so they screen it. It's sc- like they show it at like oh, uh, oh. oh because it, the licensing a million different I think, clips. I think that's the case. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's really it's amazing. That sounds it's awesome. amazing. It. Not a date movie. No, no, no. Well, maybe unless she's into that. Yeah. Hey, unless she's into it. Birth of a Nation date movie, it? or you just I'm need gonna, a place yeah. to go to get out of your parents' house so you can finger your girlfriend. What? Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I'm re- I'm looking at this location filming, which is it, it's a fa- it's a it's just been sitting here the whole time, but it's just full of like it's probably uh, something the author gave. Winwin Avenue, 1958, the St. Mark's Hotel Annex on Winwin Avenue convincingly doubled as the Seedy Ritz Hotel in Touch of Evil. Charlton Heston played a fearless Mexican narcotics Los officer. Los Angeles wow. plays itself, directed by Tom Anderson. Los Angeles plays itself, part one of twelve on YouTube. Go ahead and watch that. Oh, cool. Oh, it's on the YouTube. Oh. There you go. Great. There you go. Stream it. 
I, uh, what were I, we saying right before that? We were talking about dogs. We were talking about uh, La- truth. You, something about a book. You Nick were saying uh, Nick Offerman. Yes, Nick. Oh, I was saying, what is it about? Because you, you, you've met, you've met many of the most famous people in the world, and some people just have this weird thing where it's like. You can't. You just can't take your eyes off them. Is it a physical thing? Is that an emotional thing? Is it an energy? Head size. You've head met them too. You've met some pretty amazing people. What do you think? I, I don't know. Some that weird it. feeling you get, like if you even if you don't see him come in the room, there's like something yeah. that makes you kind of just like look over and go, oh fuck, right. you know? Have you ever? But have any of those people? Have any incredible people that you've met come in that don't have that, or do they all have it? Mm. I don't. I some people. Tom Hanks was a little like you're a letdown. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Get over yourself, Hanks. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. America loves you. Yeah. It's funny. Like he's uh, awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. Tom Hanks was a lot like Mel Brooks too, where it's like uh, we heard them come in before we saw them. Yeah. So and like, then we, we all just hear them like. And then we like, all we ah, all. But then yeah, we yeah, all yeah, freeze yeah. like woodland creatures. Yeah, like, yeah. What do we do? Yeah, steal as well. See as if we don't hey. move. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think Clooney might be one of those guys. Do you think George Clooney's one of those guys? I think he is probably one of those guys. I mean, I think that like uh, I think Bill Murray is the ultimate of those guys. Let's Maybe. talk about that for a second. And I also, but I think I'd put I put Nick Offerman. I don't know what it could be, other than um, I was listening to this like guy talking about uh, this thing called practical wisdom. It was on a TED Talks. Oh. And um, it was part of a bigger thing, but he started talking about this thing. With a male version of Practical Magic with Bette Midler and Sarah yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what it was. Nicole Kidman. That's like that Nick Offerman. Tom That's the nerdiest, like, sexist <laughs> joke I've ever heard. <laughs> well, it's wisdom, so it's wizards, obviously. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why you didn't get that. Yeah. I actually like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. too. I love that so idea. So Practical Wisdom. Yeah. Practical Wisdom, and then I, but I turned off the right, I, I arrived to where I was, so I only heard the first five seconds. <laughs> practical wisdom. Practical I gotta go. Um, <laughs> but practical wisdom, basically, well, the idea was just that it's like an innate ability to um, know what to do in every situation. The right thing to do, uh, the thing to do in every situation. When to apply, like, say that nothing is a constant, uh, that, like, I should always tell the truth. That practical wisdom would be, ah, there are certain situations when you're supposed to withhold information. Sure. It, that was an innate thing that they were talking about. Hmm. And uh, I would say, and I was, as I was listening to it, I was saying, aha, Bill, like Nick Offerman, I bet you has practical wisdom. Right. Yeah. I feel like he knows what to do in every situation. I don't know what that is, whether that, that also just might be he had a life that led him to great, great experiences. Like maybe he knows what to do because he's, had to do all those things yeah. at some point, and then you just amass like a library. Yeah, of but with Nick Offerman, I feel it extends to like Survivor Man territory. You could a, drop him into Antarctica. But I have, with I, have two, I have two theories. Yeah. I have two theories on that. Number one, it could either be that those guys just are very singularly focused, and they just don't. Because I, I, I think a lot of the thing that clouds a practical wisdom mentality is. The second guessing, yeah. that yeah. your brain getting in the way yeah. rather than just kind of going with your first instinct. And yeah. the, I think the other thing could be a comfort level of, well, I don't know what the right answer is, but I'm going to do this. And no matter what happens, I will be I'll probably be able to deal with it. It has to be also because they I mean, everyone makes mistakes. I mean, so it has to be that, too. Even Bill Murray. But do you think that it? Yeah. But do you think that? But, but, but also, like, I feel like. I mean, don't you think that uh, 
do you think any of it has to do with like physical um, prowess as well? Like the, well, yeah, that's funny because Bill Murray also a tall guy. Yeah, right? like and I wonder Nick like is a big guy. Maybe yeah. like the fact that like you know whatever goes down, I could probably handle myself. Yeah, you know, I and mean, that, like, that's a word confidence about it. I mean, I feel like women. Here we go. Love those guys. <laughs> Well, you're, Real sad. you're yeah, like 6'5", right. 6'4". Five, six, yeah. 6'5", six, maybe on my self-esteem. Depends. It really depends. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't I don't know. That's that's weird because, like, I talk to other tall guys and they stand tall and they're like, mm -hmm. they, like, you know, they, like, people... You're hunching now. Yeah, I know. Throughout my entire life, mm -hmm. like, every time someone, like, hasn't seen me a little bit, they go, like, it's like, man, I forgot how tall you were. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, because you remember me as a meek person. It's like ah. people remember me smaller than I am, mm -hmm. right? Which is odd. Tiny How about Jonah. this? You had Paul Williams. We did. Yeah, what was that uh, like? Because uh, he he's not the tallest. No, no, he's got to be under four. He's got to be like five feet tall, maybe yeah, a little, little, little less. But five, that's even, a that's a, a very man powerful. Who's lived a life. Yeah, yeah, that's a very powerful man. And yeah, you felt there was a presence. Peter Dinklage he, is a guy. Yeah, that is an enormous. Like, yeah, I saw him at a bar once. I was just like, oh fuck! Like it look, you look at me. I was like, oh, he could probably kick my ass. I don't know why, yeah. but like he just has like this thing. Yeah. Like, wow. I really think it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a comfort level with yourself and a certainty about everything's going to be okay. I think. I think yeah. we have this evolutionary thing to gravitate toward people who f seem like they have the answer because we yeah. naturally to survive want to be led to answers. Everyone's looking for dad. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's and, looking for dad. And that dad is Nick Offerman. But And that dad is Nick Offerman or your dog, and that's why you say that's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how the evolution of a dog to humans. Yeah, that's, that's right. You're my dog. I think we were yo. ultimately the same no. species. <laughs> I said yo. Yeah. Oh, you said yo. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just <laughs> uh, no. Well, no, you, you, don't. How, how old were you on Rushmore? Like 17? Yeah, 17. So well, how, was, well, how was Bill Murray then was he nice oh yeah oh yeah i mean i feel like i couldn't have gotten through the experience without him but yeah like he um i mean i'm sure what could you say about him he's you know well, when we you're yeah. 17 you way. grasp do you grasp it oh shit this is bill murray yeah yeah you really i re i grasped it so hard wait a minute with two <laughs> hands and i wrap my body around <laughs> it and then i grasped it with every i mean well you have to understand that uh i um you know, of course, I loved movies, and but I I never thought I was going to be an actor, especially at the beginning of that. I think of it almost as my uh, my school year because I was a senior in high yeah. school. So yeah, I sorry, I keep looking. I keep I keep just waiting for Nick Offerman to walk back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. So I'm just like always like nervous. And then we I'm all like, know. And then I'm like, yeah, what's yeah. gonna happen? Is he gonna go like this? Is he yeah. gonna look in? He'll go like, gonna go like this. He's gonna move, and we're just gonna leave and follow no. him. No, the yeah, we're gonna walk happen. through the glass. <laughs> he'll, yeah, he'll just look, and the glass will fall away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so then the rest reform, of the world, and, then and then all the Offerman after he walks, and then through. he won't be there anymore. <laughs> yes, he'll be a part of all of us. What if yeah. we all just realize that there is actually no Nick Offerman in this reality? That he is just this like wow. this Uberman that we have uh, yeah. we, we've created. We've outlined him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've made him out of our own. We've manifested himself. We've made. He's the opposite of all of us. We have yeah. manifested yeah. the strongest, most confident qualities. It's like Pennywise the Clown and Ant, where it's like we wake up, it's like, I had a crazy dream. It was a big man with a mustache. Yeah. Like, me too. I had the same dream. Yeah. yeah. There was a fee there was a zeitgeist feeling of a need for someone. And that person all Got, that person got cast in a show. We created him. <laughs> and then people watched him every... And the the, 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 the trailer is just a voiceover with a lot of, like, dissolves, and you just hear, like, so, like a, some Morgan Freeman voiceover, like, fear, despair, <laughs> anger, 
he is the opposite of all of those things. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just <laughs> the outline. Yeah. We've made Nick Offerman. TheMovie.com. And then like the, just the mustache goes Phew! On, the, on the fucking screen. It shatters. Did he say one line or no? It looks like he's about to say a line, and then he just doesn't. Yeah, that's good. And then he cr- cracks a smile. No, he's, he, he, <laughs> he says, practical wisdom, and it just turns <laughs> <off>. <laughs> he, he's, he's whittling like a perfect thing, and then he just whistles as he walks away whittling. Yeah. Some sort of a woodworky thing. <laughs> oh, that's good. He's oh, and then he says piano. something like, uh, like almost like, yeah, like Cape Fearish. Like he's yeah. walking away, it's like, <laughs> I'll see you soon. But then you hear, like in the woods, kind of. But then echoes. you hear his hard shoe on the floor. Well, yeah. wait, have a hard now shoe. is he evil or have we made him evil? No, he's great. He's great. It's a fine good. line between a hero and a villain. Okay. It's true. It's like he's like Willy Wonka. He's yeah. like everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's a, you know, he's a, he runs the chocolate factory. Mm. He, but back to Nick Offerman. I think that <laughs> yes. There's Sorry. a no, there's I, I like to think maybe there's some sort of a dark crystal thing that happens. So there's a oh. negative race of Nick Offerman's. Yeah. And it's no. you have to reunite them into this this That's Andy Dick. Nick Onerman. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, our Skeksy is Andy Dick. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. That's really funny. All right, good. Well, Thanks, guys, guys. That, we got a movie. Mar- Sorry. And we throw in the skateboarding oh, yeah. dogs. We're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's whittling a skateboard yeah. for the dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Smash Mouth doing good vibrations. We're out. That's, oh, oh, fuck oh, you. Oh, why would you <laughs> do that? Good kid does bragging good. Did they First class vibration. Seems like they would have. Huh. I don't think they have. They shouldn't. I feel uh, like you dream they Smash shouldn't. Mouth covers. That's all I ever think about. Every time I hear a new song. Like every time I hear like a, a Mumford and Sung song, I just want to hear the guy from Smash Mouth doing it. Yeah. That guy is very rich with that voice. Yeah, good for the him. Guy. From Smash Mouth. Do you think off those two hit songs, he's rich for life? Yeah, I oh, think those so. Those got used on in sporting events, commercials, sure. movie trailers. Shreks. I got used on a couple Shreks. Yep. Yep. There, there's a lot of them. Somebody, somebody wants, yeah. once yeah. told me. me. <laughs> Which initially was a Nick Drake song. Hey, now you're a rock yeah. star. <laughs> Get your game on. Yeah. Uh, go play. Go play. <laughs> and then it was, so it was really just a cover. So, so Bill, Bill yes, Murray. Yes, Bill Murray. Sorry, yes. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, no, you know, I think all this is really interesting stuff to talk about because it is something that I think everyone thinks about. is like, why is someone... Well, what what is it about someone that's so captivating and why do people look at them in a room and uh, what is manliness? What mm. is, um, like... Like yeah, what is it just about someone that pe- that people just look at and love and yeah. are fascinated by, and you know, and Bill Murray, growing up, uh, you know, he was in all of the great greatest movies, and um, so funny in them. And again, like that weird guy, he's a good guy, but also tough on people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't. Just, he was and um, chaotic good. We would call that chaotic good. Yeah. And, you know, and then, so I was starting my senior year in high school and was applying for colleges. And I w- used to be in a band. We were starting to make our record. And, um... Phantom Planet. Phantom Planet, yeah. yes. I've never heard it inflected that way. 
Phantom Planet. Phantom Planet. Yeah, Phantom Planet. Well, it's like if you're like, what kind of planet is that? Oh, that's a Phantom Planet. Well, I got. I just. I'm. I. And then we're gonna get back to Bill Murray in a second. But I do. But I do have to say that Nick Offerman. Nick. I mean, it just when he looks at you, it just feels like you're harnessing the sun. Two Phantom Planets. I mean, you could do anything. I think if I think if Phantom Planet had had a Nick Offerman, yes, you'd still be. Nick Offerman is a walking Beyonce halftime show. Can I just say I feel like for I mean I. I didn't know what to picture when I was like, because I listened to this podcast, but I don't know what the studio looks like. I had no idea that's in the main lobby. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. people are walking by, and it's fun. I feel like there's someone just standing behind one of these walls every five seconds going to someone like who looks really good. Okay, go walk. <laughs> and now you well, come back. I'm like, just like sending day. people. I feel like people are sending yeah. people back and we, forth. We had, when, we had, when, we had, when we had Steve, Steve Jones was on the podcast, and he sat in that chair, and girls would walk oh, by, and he would stop, stop whatever he was saying and just go, yeah. Like yeah. he, he, oh he, he was yeah. hitting on girls through the. Yeah. yeah. Did they respond? Yes. Yes. Every yeah, time. they really did. Another, he's, another, got he's, exactly. he's got it too. He's got it yeah. too. Different way. But I do want to tell you that um, I, I, I feel like a fucking idiot. I have been so hooked on Coconut Records the last. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's a, those are good records, Thank man. You. And I had, and Thanks. I don't know why, Jason. I didn't know it was you. And and oh. the, and and West Coast. I'm going to admit. Is a mushy song that I sent my girlfriend because I travel a lot, yep. oh. and I sent her West yeah. Coast, and she fucking we like I wake up singing that song. I know the chords. I know it's B minor, wow. E minor, mm. uh, yeah. G. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I I learned it on guitar. I play it on guitar, and yeah. I and I had no idea. And today I played it, and then I looked. I honestly looked it up independently of you, and it was like. Wow. Coconut Records is Jason Schwartz. I'm like, yeah. what the? He's coming on the. Yeah. Just this so crazy. Yeah, it's a good song. Thank you very much. That really, it means it's a, a lot. It's a gorgeous song. It's funny because that was like, when that album came out, I went like, like uh, me and my girlfriend at the time were really into it. And then I went on tour for like a month. Mm -hmm. Like we had just moved in. And the day oh. we were moving in, I had to leave for a month. And it was oh, like real brutal. What were you doing? What tour? I was just doing a stand up tour, yeah. kind of like an independently one I set up yeah. in just like bars yeah. up and down the East Coast, uh, thinking I could try and relive some of my old, like yeah. playing in band days. Yeah. Bad. And it was a bad move. Uh, but like, um, yeah, you know, so, yeah, it's yeah. your song. It's you. And, but so like, nice. I, would, I would be calling her and like, you know, like, like she'd be bombed and mad at me. And that's how it uh, happens. Like, you know, when you're doing that stuff, yeah. but I'd be like, I miss you. I'm coming back. Oh. And then like, uh, her, it was a call and response. Cause like, I come back home to the West coast and she would go, Ooh, wee, you. Oh, oh my um, gosh. That's fun. And Davey is a fucking great, great thank sounding you. record. So yes, anyway, so you. just please let us slobber all over you for a sec. But I had no yeah, idea that you. was you. And it's such a, it's just such a sweet Sincere, lovely song. Oh. Yeah, which Both if, the albums are I mean, Did I'm, you I'm sure people. Did you write about Nick Offerman? Yeah. <laughs> 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 when I heard that first uh, Coconut Records, though, like uh, it was one of those things. I was like, oh, this is uh, Jason Schwartzman's man. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna check it out. And then, because um, like in like interviews, like I've read with you, like you mentioned music, I'm always like, it's yeah. like, oh, he's like he likes good stuff. He probably, yeah. you know. And you were just you were the drummer in Phantom Planet, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. And so uh, you know, I wasn't sure if it was gonna sound like the first Foo Fighters record. Uh, the first Foo Fighters record is really like great. That. Oh, great. Me yeah. too. It's the one I go back to most. Yeah. There must um, be there must metronome. Yeah. <laughs> there I must be. You must. My, my guess is that you have really nice parents because you're incredibly nice, and your brother, whom I've met a few times with, with Rooney, yeah, is lovely. He's great. Like you guys are nice. Well. You you could be dicks. Like you sort of come from a <laughs> Hollywood know. family. You've been working since you were kids. Yeah. French bulldogs around. Yeah. And you're crossroads. And you're reading French bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Willy nilly. The Schwartzman had another pack of French bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> Won't they have a stuff? Won't they have a stuff? I heard this pack's more, even more incredible. <laughs> <laughs> there was an eighth one who wasn't supposed oh. to live. Guess what? They named this one. I don't know. Yeah. They moved on the to a D The oldest one from the last section. pack helped give birth to the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> they named him Nick Offerpup. No. Their French oh, bulldogs can give birth naturally. There's going to be a kid that listens to this that's going to name their dog oh, Nick Offerpup. Fuck. <laughs> I love good names for dogs. When I heard uh, these friends of mine, their dog's name was Cola. C-O-L-A. Oh, oh, good name good for name. a dog. Simple. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Ruby. Uh, it's uh, she's a uh, she's fat. Yeah, uh, and we she's so we porgy? yeah, and so we named her after uh, the show Ruby. Oh, the uh, reality the, show about the fat lady. Nice. I haven't seen yeah. that show. It's ah. just a reality show about this like uh, eight larger. Years ago? It was on eight years. Ago? No, no, no. It was uh, we got her. We adopted her. Uh, oh, late, oh, late into she's the game. Not eight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we adopted we adopted the old one. The, Look at like, that uh, asshole right there with his hair slicked back. <laughs> 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 This is a, this is a this is a this is like a two way mirror, guy. right? They can't see us. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, I like to for the listeners. Look, they think it's a wall. Yeah. I like for the listeners like they didn't know someone's walking by, and I'm like talking about my dog. And you're like, look at this asshole with his hair <laughs> slicked back. I'm standing right in front of Johnny, you. Johnny, you would never slick your hair back. By I, the I've way, I've done it as a bit. I'm sure there must be a lot of a lot of pups named Bill Murray. Someone has named their pup Bill Murray. My friend's band was called Bill Murray for a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I just called themselves Bill Murray. We got a, I have, um, I was, who was, I met this person on the, on the street. They were just walking by, and they had a Bill Murray t-shirt. It was so cool. And I said, oh, I love that work. And they said this artist made him and whatever. And I found him, and I got, um, look, that reminds me of your Tom Hanks interview, the NASA logo. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the, uh, the meatball. The meatball, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, not the worm. Um, <laughs> the worm! But, um... Ah, <laughs> oh, what we do? Bill Murray's Murray shirt. Oh, Bill Murray's I got this poster of Bill Murray, and I, it's on my wall. Um, and uh, my, my little two-year-old daughter walks by and goes, Bill Murray. Oh, oh my God! So not happy. Bill. Just, Bill Murray. Looked at it, Bill Murray. <laughs> now, was there a story, or did... Uh, I feel like um, Harold Ramis did an interview a while back and I don't know if this was a hypothetical or if this actually happened of just Bill Murray kind of just wandering into the just wandering into a village somewhere and they just accepted him and he stayed with them for a couple of days. Like wow. he's just this kind of guy that no matter where he goes, people are like, oh, yes, you, you need to come in. Yeah, he just what, walked off a bad a... golf shot. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he just a website or something of his like. Because uh... he just appears. At yeah. Well, just like a South by Southwest a, a few years ago. Like uh, right. he showed up to a bar and then just start, went behind the bar and just started serving drinks. And it was like a story. But then mm. pictures started to come out of him just like fucking anytime anyone ordered anything, he would just pour him whiskey. He's sort of a living out Groundhog Day in a weird sort of way. It was just like the world is this weird playpen that he can just go through. and. It's like a Groundhog Day and Forrest Gump or something, yeah. or Selig or something yeah. like. Uh, well, there was there is a website I think like he showed up and played kickball with yeah, a bunch of people. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. But no, he is like a almost like a positive wrecking ball. Like he just kind of swings in. Like um, yeah. I remember we were doing Bored to Death and we were shooting it in a very um, like I f we were in Williamsburg, but not in the main area of it and. Some someone who was working on the show came over and said, um, "Bill Murray's here, and he wanted to say hi to you." And I said, "Excuse me." <laughs> and uh, I look up, and there's a very um, nondescript black car idling, 
um, and a hand just comes out of the window and waves, <laughs> and then like kind of points the finger down to the car like this. And I walked over, and there was Bill with his two kids, and they were in Chicago Cubs jackets, and um, they were going to visit his uh, eldest son who worked uh, at a restaurant nearby there. But he asked what we were doing, got out of the car, uh, came around, and basically made everybody feel incredible for like 30 minutes, wow. and then left. And um, it w- and people were, it was like a that's, that's yeah, fantastic. it was like a lo- it was the look, you know, it was like <laughs> holy shit. I mean, all I can tell you is, uh, I've worked with them now like multiple times, and it, it doesn't matter. It's the way you pro- pro- feel about Bill Murray. I assume that you feel about yeah. him is the way that I feel about him. Still, so it's not any like imagine. However, if you if you're asking me what's it like, then you already know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> like however it would feel for you is how it feels. That's how I, that's how I describe you know I mean? Tom Hanks to people. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. what you want him to be. Yeah, exactly. exactly like, what you I, want I, him I really want. can't keep. I can't expand on it. You already have the knowledge within you. Yes, <laughs> um, I know. It's been be a unlocked. part of you this whole time. He is like yeah. a bizarre secular saint. He is where in a way, yeah. just, he's Catholic. He, he's beautiful. <laughs> he is Catholic. Um, God, he gave a great he gave a really great interview to Lynn Hirschberg. Um, you can get it on iTunes, and he talks about his family being so large, and you know, many brothers and sisters. And in fact, he has a sister that's a nun. Oh wow! Yeah. And uh, his father working and coming home from work, and all the kids trying to, you know, he's like it was very competitive to you, to get his attention. You had to have. The greatest line. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. yes! Hey, look at that guy! Nick hey, Offerman! Nick Offerman, <laughs> who just wow. gave us a booty shake. Yes. What kind of shakes you get? Wasn't booty? that great? Booty. That worked out better than I thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, we should just get him to come in for a minute. See if he'll come in for a minute. We can't. Well, <laughs> the what if the he bruiser in the corner. You want me to go get him? Don't make it awkward, Kyle. Kyle, make it awkward. Don't make it awkward. What if he's like... Don't oh. attack him! What if he's like... Oh, oh he's, he's going to a meeting, or he's leaving. Oh, he's leaving! Oh, you can't. I have to stop Kyle! Oh, wait, you... Wait, which no, Kyle, I have to stop him! You can't let... You can't okay, well, let just, just stand meeting. at the window and wave him off. Wave him off. <laughs> Chris is pressed up against the window. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, I just thought he, like I thought the he was going to get around my... Oh, shit! Kyle! No! 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 Let him go! Why? Okay, go get him! Go what? get him! No, why either? No, wait! I changed my mind! <laughs> oh, Chris! This is going to be a disaster! He's never gonna do our podcast! Made it to the Vaders. You're scaring Arrow, guys. Kyle's gonna yeah. T-1000 the elevator. Whoa! <laughs> 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 He's just running, like, to the car. All right, I don't see Nick Offerman appearing around the corner. Oh, God. This, this is, is a disaster. I'm, I if feel you, If we see him appearing, let's just leave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 let's yeah. not be here. Don't what be if, in the studio. We, we could just let Arrow be here. Yeah. Kyle's just a weird guy with a dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if uh, like Kyle's walking back and he just has a bloody nose? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle waiting to be. I'm afraid Kyle right now is in no. P1 here's, parking. Here's level. what happens. Yeah. Kyle comes back with perfect wood carvings of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I see Kyle shuffling back, but I do not see a Nick oh, okay. Offerman. Okay. There's a knife in his back. Kyle. Just, Kyle looks defeated. Got drops to his knees. He. Kyle just died. Oh my god. Oh Kyle. There's a circular saw on his back. All right, I, we should pretend that... he seems to. Oh, he, wait, he's exasperated. He put his hands on his head. The international wait, now symbol for. Wait, people talking to him. Oh shit! What Who's that? 
What's that? Who's that bitch? She's not Nick. This fucking idiot with his goddamn paper bag in his hands. What do you got in there, you fucker? Motherfucking slick hair back motherfucker. God damn it! It'd be really funny. Who are you? How'd it go? Went great. Went great. What was it? What if he tried to pass this Asian lady off as Nick Offerman? Like, no, no, this is just so he could have to bring someone back. Yeah. This is this, this is Nick this not, no, he, he comes in the room. He's like, guys, he's right outside. I'll go get him. And he comes back <laughs> in. and He just has his finger over his upper lip. Hey, I'm Nick Offerman. Do you know why? Do you know why Nick Offerman isn't coming on? Because the, there is no Nick Offerman. Oh. Uh, he, Kyle turned the corner and there was no one there. Yeah. There and he was just an ethereal bitch. I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like a Kaiser Soze thing. I'm looking back on it. Yeah. Okay, what happened? What happened? Okay. So he sends his love. He had to go immediately to a thing, and you could see he was real bummed. He was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "We've been talking about you." He was like. What have you been talking about? And he looks at his folks. Can I go? And they're like, we have to go to a thing. He's like, can I do it later? Oh. Hey, you know you what? Know, we'll wait. That is the best possible. Yep. Yeah. That right is everything in one thing. Yeah. He knows. He knows now. Contact yeah. has been made. Direct contact has been That's made. That's true. That, yeah. that he knows that you like him and that you would love if he was on the show. I mean, when I was downstairs, his face was like, oh, I really would love to do that. So it's weird now we haven't he had knows, him on. Huh? You shook his hand. You touched him. Hey, did he smell good too? Did you notice that? He smells good. Kyle, your right like, arm looks younger. I imagine yeah. it's brute. It's I, healed. <laughs> I imagine. Here's what I imagine. I imagine <laughs> Nick Offerman <laughs> smells like sawdust and brute. Brute, yes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's what he smells like. Yeah. Yep. God, he's a man. He is. Yeah. He could be the new face of brute if they wanted. <laughs> yeah, they wanted, <laughs> wanted to come back. Why wouldn't they? Because I don't even know. Are they I mean, still Old around? Spice has. Brute, are you listening? Oh, Old Spice is Brute has, still around. Brute's yeah, got to be still, still around. around. Brute. My dad. There was something like uh, I was just. Someone said to me like this thing where like, oh, that is uh, owned by the uh, Brute family. Like it was like, <laughs> like, 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 like the Colo- yeah. like the Colo- I'm like I'm like. It was something like that, like that. And I was like, well, Hello, I heard that Brute, name in a while. I'm Mark Mark no, Brute. It's, no, yeah. it's no longer the Getty Villa. It's yeah. the Brute. Wasn't, yeah. Char- wasn't Charles Barkley the Brute? In the- oh, I think he was. Was he? No, or was it Old Spice? No, no. Oh, was it? Where it was uh, even a gentleman? Um, something yeah. about a gentleman who's like on a horse. Well, I, th- I, 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 Isaiah Mustafa. It's Isaiah Mustafa for Old Spice. Well, he was no longer, but he's not anymore. Yeah. But what is what was Charles Barkley? That, that might have been Old Spice. Spice. Basketball player. Well, I'll tell you who was brute. Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't she? Wasn't she the brute? What, the face of brute? She was. Why? She was the reverse face of brute. Yeah. <laughs> she was saying you could have this if you, you could get that's right. that. If you get that. Why did no, they have Andre the Giant? She was dating a brute, Stephen Seagal, oh, and she right. needed right. help. Yeah, yeah. She had to get out they of there. She was. It was uh, she was. She was crying out through the media. <laughs> yes. I'm with the brute. Ad campaign. <laughs> the face of brute should have been Andre the Giant. You can help me. I am the brute squad, and so can you. But uh, anyway, all I'll tell you is this. All I can tell you about uh, Bill Murray is that um, when I was cast in Rushmore, I was freaking out because I got cast in the movie. I had never auditioned for a movie before. I had never read a script before. And I read the script of Rushmore, and I, was, I thought, oh, my gosh. Now, I wasn't an actor. I was this drummer. And... My, I think also, if you are a drummer, you have a mentality, or at least I did, which is, uh, like, quite often people come to you and say, hey, excuse me, can I talk to you for a second? Yes. 
is your singer yeah. available? <laughs> so that happens Usually to, when you're packing up the yeah, drums, that, too. Exactly. And it's like, see you later at the party. They're all leaving yeah, with their guitar yeah, harmonica yeah. or whatever, and you're like packing up drums. Yeah. There's a feeling sometimes, and it's not like a boo-hoo thing, but I think that there is just an innate sense of, uh, you know, they want... There's other people that sometimes come before the drummer. Yeah. And uh, Nerdist so, Podcast has two drummers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a drum circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... The triplet is the ultimate drum circle. Like. <laughs> 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 um, now that guy is not Nick Offerman. Uh, <laughs> that guy is definitely not Nick Offerman. Look at that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Why can't you be Nick Offerman? Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> Kyle, um, go tell that guy we don't want him on the podcast. Everything about him gets worse <laughs> Starting at his head all the way to his feet. <laughs> bad haircut, bad facial hair, terrible jacket, uh, bad collar, poke above right. the jacket, wrong jeans, and then terrible shoes. And I got <laughs> bad news for you. Yeah. I got bad news for you. I, when I was walking up, that guy was off in the distance, and I was like, oh, Jason's already here. Oh, <laughs> that's it awesome. From, it was from really far away. It was from really far away. He was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just, I, like, you know, I that's just so long. I saw a little bit of a mustache. That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> that is so bad, funny. I have bad news. You know what, though? I see it now that you say it. I see it. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I do, I do hate myself. <laughs> but I just got to say, that guy, is this soundproof? Yes. Because that guy did just go like this. Well, he probably, he probably heard our screaming and I mean, probably knows it was he, for him. He felt the energy of our eyes oh on him God. ridiculing. I feel so bad. Nothing worse than a bunch of people laughing at you in a silent room behind you. And you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, what is If he looked up and we're all like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, but uh, that was, <laughs> there you no, go. that guy, buy me. Oh, favorite. Yeah. What, if he's on, what if he's on the phone like, sell everything, we have to save those kids. Like, there's yeah, something, yeah. there's yeah. some really best person. Yeah. yeah. There goes the best person. Honey, I just money. bought the company. <laughs> yes, the deal went through. I now own this building. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can hear everything. But, uh, no, but um, so I I went to Houston, and I was the first. I remember the first shot of the first day of work was a scene where we're uh, we're well, not the first shot, but the first shot of the two of us is a, during a training montage where I'm training and Bill Murray is following me. I'm supposed to get him in shape, and I remember Wes saying, um, "You let's you know you do some moves and then." Bill, you imitate him. And I kept thinking, that is not right. Like, uh, this is, there's no way I should lead this moment. Like, he, he, you know, and it was a frightening feeling. And this idea of Bill, and I think that fear, like, there was a, that, that was there the whole time. Like, uh, holy sh, you know, this never went away. But, um, but he was so, like, he really let me, feel good like he helped me oh, do you know nice. what I mean like I think that he took me under his wing and he kept giving me advice or hey you know you do the thing you, you know when there's a, when the camera's kind of like that you know you want to make sure you kind of do your things higher because the can't you know he was giving oh, wow. me great advice and tips and also just um beautiful like incredible phrases that I'll never forget that and and some that I don't even fully quite understand yet but that I think will be revealed to me at some point and therefore, I've never left me. Like, I think of, like, what did he mean by like that? Like, what? Yeah. Um, did he guys whisper guys to you, like, at the end of Lost in Translation? And you're like, what did he say? Yeah, I wish I knew what he I said. Hear that. Someone turn off that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, like, well, no, or just, like, this one I understand, but it was just amazing when, 
we went uh, and um, the first night we met, we ate, had a great dinner, and then we went to the hotel bar. I was seventeen, but <laughs> you know, with Bill Murray, with no Bill one Murray, cares. No one's gonna Every's say. Tw- everyone's twenty-one with Bill that's Murray. Dr. <laughs> P- that's Doctor Peter Bankman right there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> But he ordered this thing called the Fernet, Fernet Branca, oh, yeah. Fernet Branca, which is a digestif, mm-hmm. which you drink. It's like bitters. I, yeah, I don't you drink it like after a meal, a right. heavy meal. It helps you with your meal, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I'd never seen such a thing or heard of such a thing. And uh, he said, uh, Fernet Branca. He said to the bartender, three Fernet Brancas. And he looked at me and said, helps to digest it from the top. <laughs> and uh, I just thought, yes. And then for like, I think f- I, would order, I would always get a Fernet Branca for a long time. Yeah. Because it made me feel like Bill Murray. Like Bill. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the thing. Like, you. So, anyway. Sales I don't know what else to say. Other than, uh, spike now. I'll tell you also, one of the greatest things in my life was during the press. We did a press for Fantastic Mr. Fox together. Oh, that was such and, a wonderful um, movie. We did it at Roald Dahl's house. Oh, wow. <laughs> and um, that was an incredible thing. We got to see his Roald Dahl's writing room where he wrote, no. which was in. Incredible and insane. You know, he wrote You Only Live Twice, the James Bond movie. He wrote the screenplay for that. that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Was there? You know, know, Ian Fleming wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. (laughs) Isn't that weird? Is that really weird? It's like transposed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They had a a talk. They're like, let's switch it up for this year. Did his room room have like that half the Wonka head? No. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, uh, no, um, (laughs) it was a, it's like a little, it's a little, I don't know what to call it, a shed or a, uh, I mean, a shed implies to me, some, for some reason, a wooden wooden walls. But it was—it's a room, very small room, off the house, uh, quite a ways from the house. You walk to it, and um, it's been left intact since his passing. Wow. So it's—it's—it's it's, it's totally as he left it. And I think it might even be like the kind of thing where they show it to, to people. Maybe it's yeah, available it's a certain age. And um, anyway. It's a, there was a long, there was a chair with a, I'm not sure if it was an ottoman or if it was something that came up from the chair to rest his feet on, mm-hmm. but um, it was a very well-worn chair with a um, hole cut out in the lower back of the chair, kind of dug out, dug out because he had a um, bad back or some kind of a thing on his back that he would put the, that he could kind of rest oh, wow. it into. And he had a ball, uh, he had a little table next to it, and there was a ball, and it looked like a, like a, either a miniature cannonball or a gigantic BB, mm. but in fact it was Kit Kat wrappers, wrapped and wrapped tighter and tighter, he would eat Kit Kat, I guess, or candy bar wrapper, wow. I think it was Kit Kat, and then there was a um, sleeping bag that he would bring, put, bring over his feet if he got co- uh, bring over his body when he would get cold. Oh, wow. Because there was no heat in the room. There was no heater in the room. But then above that, he had like a metal, like a, like a rod or a string, a thick wire or a thin rod. Um, <laughs> almost like a, with a, co- with a heater, like a um, space heater type thing. And he would, and it, but, it could, but it was attached to a hanger that it could go from... You know, could uh, could uh, he could slide it over the part of his body that was the coolest. Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he wrote just right there and by hand. Wow. Uh, isn't that incredible? That's insane. Wow. Fantastic so cool. Mr. Fox is such a it's great a good movie. movie. It's a great yeah. movie. Anyway, Bill Murray, when we did the press, that we drove home from that event, and we were in this car together. It was an hour ride back to where we were, and I, I don't know why, but the the subject of comedy came up, and I've never asked him like. 
you know, like a magician, how do you do it sort of. But we did get into a territory where I felt like I was getting oh, wow. some incredible stuff. And anyway, then he got tired and he fell asleep. And not to sound like some kind of a creep or something, but he slept. And I was just sort of thinking, how many times, like, am I going to just have this guy like, sleep next to me? And I just, mm. I remember just like staring at him. <laughs> and like just kind of like looking at his hands and his nose and his mouth and his eyes, just going, "This is like one of wow. the greatest people that ever yeah. walked the earth." I mean, and then he starts sleep talking, saying, "Take a picture; it'll last longer." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get a room. What uh, <laughs> with yourself? What uh, did, what what did he tell you? Anything that you were able to you know use or anything? Comedy well, with? one thing that I and he said this before. I've I've later learned. In fact, I realize it's just his shtick. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, is, uh, he was talking about um, he was talking about um, that he felt that he learned at Second City um, the idea of help, the whole thing is about trying to make everybody have their moment mm -hmm. and to you know not be selfish yeah. and to make other people help other everyone else be funny. It's all about like giving yeah. to other people. To helping them funny and uh, that he could, you know, he could, t he can tell when he's around like Second City people because they have an innate thing of giving a thing. And then the other thing was talking about being relaxed and um, that being too tight uh, and being unafraid to be um, unfunny, uh, to be, to be afraid, being afraid to fear being unfunny is a bad place to start because then you're like, you're just. You're not yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, it's sort of like you have to feel like you're safe with these people around you, that they'll catch you if you, if you fail, someone else will get yeah. you. Yeah. And that way you just go out and you try things and just try to be, just be relaxed. It was all about being loose. Yeah. That's and great. I thought it was really a great, a great thing to hear. You can, you know, the, the being unfunny, the, like the, the risk of being unfunny thing is totally, you know, an, an audience, even if no one saves you. I guess maybe it's different in movies, but at least if you're with a group of people, if you're performing right, live right, or whatever, right, you right. can you can fuck up, and if as long as you don't linger on it, no one's really going to care too much. Right, but if yeah. you're like, oh no, yeah, oh the trip, yeah. <laughs> we're thinking, you know, that yeah, everyone's yeah, they yeah. just absorb that energy. I guess yeah. it's different with film. What have you learned? Well, what no, you I think it's true. Like when you're saying, like, I mean, you, I've never done stand up like you guys, but like, uh, but I've seen you know a lot of stand up, and I do feel like it's true. I mean. I feel like those are like a, that's a live performance. I mean, I've gone to see bands, they mess up, and I don't think really anything of it. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that's just one night. That's just one night, one moment where something didn't go right. But you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. I, I don't you feel like, I mean, I, I never think it's bad. I, I think if a band is terribly sloppy, and that's a whole different thing, but I think an <laughs> error or a fucked up song, right. or they sing something, that's not really a big deal. Yeah. So what did you learn from the, I mean, from going from, I'm a drummer. I'm not. I don't really see myself being an actor. Wow! Now I'm in a movie, and a movie that did really well, and all the and people yeah. are talking about, and mm. and then you start working a lot. And what what did you learn from from that experience? Like, did did I you decide that. like, hey, I guess I'll just keep doing this acting thing? Because you seem like the kind of guy that just you work on. With if I see you in a movie, I go, he's working on that because he wanted to work on that, not because like some agent was like, you should really take. Like you seem to work on stuff that really has some meaning to you. Uh, it does. Well, yes, uh, it does. And um, well, yeah. I mean, but what have I? I mean, what have I learned? I don't know. I feel like you've had so many incredible people out here <laughs> that you know. It's not. I'm not the guy to talk about what he learned. 
Or didn't learn. <laughs> what haven't you learned, Jason? Sometimes you got to look at the negative spaces. Wow. Yeah, sometimes wow, you just got to look. What's, what's not in the painting is, is the question that you yeah, have to ask yourself. I just say what I don't know. Well, what do you... <laughs> ultimately, what well, is it that you... Well, nice What is it that you want to do? Like, besides, uh, besides acting and besides music, is there other stuff? Or do you just, like, generally creative endeavors? Or is there stuff you haven't done yet? What are you, well, you going to do? Well, I think, like... Um, um, Yes. I mean, I think that it's always, and, I, and I'm, and i you know, one thing I'll say is, like, you, what you do in here, that's something that I love and would love to do in some way. I mean, um, I love talking to people, and I love to know about people's lives, and um, so I think that this would be a nice thing to be able to do. Like, um, I look at, uh, I mean, uh, television is a whole different example, but at the the spirit of what like someone like Dick Cavett did yeah. Yeah. is like pretty incredible, and uh, I I wish in some way like that's something that I would love to do. But you know, I've been asked a couple times. You know how magazines will have an actor interview another right. actor yeah. or musician. Uh, I've always uh, I I've been asked a couple times. Sometimes I've done it, but I've only really done it with people that I sort of know. Mm. Um, and I'm saying this is why I couldn't ever really maybe do what you do is because the times I have been asked to do it to someone I don't know, I'm like, no, I, I'm out of town. I'm in a, <laughs> Because uh, I'm, it's very, I think it's, I mean, do you feel, talking about being afraid to be unfunny, do you feel afraid to be, to ask a dumb question? Have you had someone lose it on you or be a, a jerk? Because I yeah. read, I mean, I think um, the 80s, I was a kid, but a fan. The 90s, was a time of major absorption for me, especially in magazines mm -hmm. and article, you know, magazine articles. Yeah. Lots of interviews. Yeah. I feel like I learned so much from interviews, and um, but I, I distinctly remember so many interviews where the person, and who knows, it's an interview and it could be changed, but is not nice or. Yeah. Have you yeah. had someone? Have you ever had that? Actually, happen? no. We've never. Not in. We've had good luck. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know if it's luck though. In 325 right. episodes, Chris like, has an amazing skill to draw the best. Out no, no, no. I don't. I don't <laughs> Maybe it's the people. That I don't you're think it's that. In. I think it's. I think it's just. Um, I think our show is kind of a safe zone, and I, and I, I do. I do think that some people have come in defensive, in, mm -hmm. but not in a, an aggressive way, but in a. I've done a lot of morning radio. And, yeah. I, you know, like they get a little if they don't know what it is that we do, there's a little bit of like right. protection. There's a protection barrier. Mm -hmm. But then uh -huh. when they see like, you know, we're just getting nice guys and we just want we're not. You we're feel not, that you do you feel it happen. You feel like they yeah, feel there's been away. stuff that starts off pretty stiff. And then, uh, you know, midway through, they yeah. loosen up. And by the end, they're just laughing a bunch. And then, and yeah. and then yeah. afterwards, they'll go, oh, I had no idea. Like there's like this sort of relief. I had no idea this is what this was. And yeah. I thought this was like because, you know, I think particularly with like radio or maybe even. Maybe even those interviews you talked about, you know, who knows what frame of mind the interviewer was sure. in right, and right, sort of right. put oh, them yeah. off. Their and, angle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. from the interviewer's standpoint, like, well, they were in a bad mood. It's like, well, maybe you were, yeah. uh, were weird yeah. or, you know. Yeah. And so I think one of the things that I think we do on the show is I, I just kind of follow people's energy. And yeah. I don't I don't necessarily try to impose like some shows are more serious. Sure. Some shows are just fuck around shows. Some shows right. we talk about someone's well, work. Well, that's that other that's that Bill. I mean, that's the whole thing that we're we're sort of all, I mean, I, I not to be cheesy, but I feel like we're circling the same thing, which is like listening to people. What you know, being funny, what is being funny yeah. and what mm -hmm. is it to be a good person? And, you know, what is it to be like those types of guys? What is it about them? And. You know, it's all in the same kind of in a in a weird way, the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
But ha- but you've never had some. Yeah, I guess. No, we've never had a. We've and and there were there were people that I was definitely nervous about. Like who was that? Willem Dafoe, I was very nervous about because yeah, I didn't yeah, know I him. Could, yeah. I could, yeah, I we were going good. to his hotel room. Wow. Yeah, we're just sitting like in the little living room right. area of his hotel, and it's just like. <laughs> and, I skipped that one. And especially some of those, <laughs> some of those guys like that who have been interviewed a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they have the. Uh, they can come in a little pre-programmed, like, and so sometimes you worry that they're just not going to. This isn't really an interview; it's a conversation. But if they come exactly. in thinking it's going to be an interrogation, they'll just they yeah. can give like two word answers and then they look at you. But I don't know. Once uh, we started, you know, once we started talking to him and he was he was yeah, great. He yeah. was totally he was fine. He was yeah. great. So no. I, but in general, I think you get nervous about the big ones. Like I hope Tom Hanks is really cool and he was yeah. or like, you know. So mm. but we've been really yeah yeah I think that way. yeah I think maybe yeah I don't yeah I think the key is that we have so much time. I was just gonna yeah. say. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. I think that like the, what I love about the Dick Cavett show. Well, and I, I, again, I'm not. I didn't see. I've never seen all. You know, all. I've seen all of them. But my feeling is that they're not all those people. Those people aren't promoting things usually too. I right. feel like. Yeah. I feel yeah. like now typically a long form, any interview is promote promoting something, and. Dick Cavett, I felt like a lot of those people were coming on. A lot of them hadn't worked in a long time. Sure, yeah. but like Frank, you know, or maybe they had, but they they were, you know, in a different yeah. generation at that point. I mean, there's a great one where um, it's Frank Capra, and he's older, and it's and then it's a young Mel Brooks, yeah. a young yeah. Peter Bogdanovich, and a young Robert Altman, <sighs> and it's the three of them. You can get it's on the DVD set, and um, it's fascinating to see these. The new young yes. guys and Frank Capra, and they're really taking. And yeah, you it's know really what was good. amazing too, listening to Frank Capra talk was because I've always wondered. You know, you watch old, old time movies, and people do talk like Jim. Yes, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bellboy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Send him up. Yeah. Well, I'll be in the bubble bath. But, <laughs> but when he was, but when he was talking, he did say things that were very old fashioned. He goes, "Say, I'll tell you something." <laughs> he said that, or, or, or he said something like a. The, the picture we ran the picture in Santa Barbara like so, was that? Santa Barbara. Right. so, like, uh, yeah, so you should watch it but it's um um very fascinating and I saw I, I but he had time with everyone the Betty yeah. Davis yeah. interview oh, is that's fucking incredible it's, she, it's a good Lucille Ball interview. she's yeah. such a Betty Davis is such a lovable kook like yeah. she's so yeah well darling I, and yeah. it's just a lot of those stories and and Cavett had um you know, he's the thing that he's amazing at. I mean, when I'm talking to people, I, I will often relate personal things about myself, yes. which some people read as like, you're trying to make the interview about yourself. And I go, no, no, no it's it's just like a phone conversation. Someone says something, exactly. then you relate a story to relate to them. They relate another story. But exactly. Cabot had mm-hmm. an ability to, he didn't really talk about himself that much. He just yeah. keeps the, he has the amazing ability to just seed them enough. Yes. That then they just start talking, and yes. he just keeps the ball in yeah, the air. Yeah, he had like the multiple guests, and then they would yeah. interact also, with each other, I which wonder, was awesome. Yeah. I think that it's also the part of it, like with this show particularly, I think that the guests that we have on will always find something about one of us to relate to. Like uh-huh. one of the three of oh, us will have true. a thing right, 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 right. where they're like, oh, yeah, and then that opens them up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like if it's like Michael Rooker, and I'm talking about CB radio, and then he's like, on board the CB radio yeah. thing. You well, know the, I mean? the simple like, truth yeah, is like, that, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the simple truth is that. Uh, 
the simple truth is that every that everyone is a person and everyone likes right. things. Mm. And if you talk about stuff that those people like, they're going to yeah. have stuff to say rather yeah. than the. So how when you how, yeah. how was tell us about the location you right, shot at? Right, right, right. Uh, well, we were saying, you know they don't really care no, as much true. about that stuff. Yeah, and uh, did you? There's a really crazy Dick Cavett one with David Bowie. That's a, that's a great one. I mean, I love David Bowie. Yeah, I love him watching on the thing. And, but that's a that's a really he's very um, he love I I feel like he loves Dick Cavett, but I feel like he's in a different a nervous maybe in a different zone yeah um but the but dick cavett was also he was on an episode of bored to death we did a fake there was a thing called the new dick cavett show <laughs> he gets his show back and um i was on it as a guest and they built like it's they built wow. like a replica of his oh, set wow. and uh he came on the thing and he um he interviewed me and um, he asked me questions, my character questions, and a lot of it was scripted. But before we would roll, like just before, he would ask a question before or after, and you can see, you could see immediately, I could feel immediately, I see the whole thing. Because he's listening, he's listening to what you're saying, and he catches on to something that is a weird, like not even something you would think is telling, is telling about something. Like, and he'll stop you and say, well, what do you mean when that? And that's like the thing that yeah. takes you wow. on another. It's like, oh, like a therapist. In a way, yeah. Mm. Like a therapist. Yeah. Like he'll, it's like he hooks onto something that is meaningful to you that you do know about, but that is very, like you never would have. And that's how he like prolongs conversations because he knows what to ask. Wow. Like that you didn't expect to be asked. Like, and I, and you're, you're probably, those are probably answers that you're not. Protected it like you, you just yeah. it's sort of like a yeah. weird back door. Oh, I guess I'll start yeah. talking about yeah. this thing. I think so. I mean, yeah, the greatest one to me, though, of all of them is um, he has Paul Simon on and um, uh, not Paul Simonon from the, the class. <laughs> <laughs> is that his name, Paul Simonon? Uh, Sim Cinnamon. No, is that's it not Paul? it. It's Paul. Yeah, yeah he does uh, real estate now or something like that. Really? Yeah, he's like a real not the band real estate. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but uh, he's uh, but Paul Simon was on, and again, this is in the Rock Legends collection. <laughs> you can now get it here. Um, but um, and um, available from Rhino Paul Records. Simon comes on. He's talking about how he's been studying music, musical theory, and he gets into the like the craft of songwriting, and then he and then he's talking about music theory and options of chords he can go to based on music theory and Dick Cavett's like well what do you mean I don't really understand he's like well let me just show you here he's like I'll, I'll give you an example and I, I feel like it's totally impromptu and he says um, and I think it was and he says here's a new song I'm just working on and he sings still crazy after all these years oh, up until the bridge and he's like and then I'm stuck <laughs> and he talks about like he's like I don't know where to go I could go to this chord I could go to this, and he starts to like break down his options. Wow! Wow! And um, super cool. Well, yeah. that's I think you know I think we've said that's before funny. on the show that Dick Cavett I think is sort of the godfather of the spirit of a podcast, which is yeah right. He, and and it was you know he had the luxury of being on at a time where 
attention spans weren't so short. Yeah. That they, it wasn't like sit four minutes. We got to get to another fucking right. segment. Right. You know. Right. And having uh, an author on was an interesting thing. Yeah, because well, like yeah. why did when I I think the first time I met you was at the Craig Ferguson yeah, show. Was, yeah. And Craig's amazing, but you still only have. Five, you know, yeah. four, four or five minutes to yeah. talk between, you know, for, for yeah. each segment. He is amazing, though, how you do feel that you can talk, and it, it does feel like the closest thing on television, at least, that I've done, because it's taped. And I've gone on, and they can edit sometimes some things. They don't yeah. typically like to do that, but yeah. I do feel like he's very similar to that. Like, well, with he, the no idea what you're going to say when you go out there. Because he totally rebelled against the talk show format yeah. and was like why can't we just talk why can't I just talk to people yeah. which is great I mean I, I think it's you yeah. know it's it, it it draws it just draws people out in a certain way yeah. and you get a lot of stuff that you would normally and, get and you know what else too like from spending these couple days with Dick Cavett on the set was uh, all of the he told stories I mean, by the end, he's like, do you have a minute? I'm like, no, Dick. I don't have a minute for another fucking Groucho Marx <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. I get it. Okay, I get it. Robert Mitchum, what? Like, I got to run. Come on. I got to get... No, I'm, See you later, Grandpa. Kidding. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, was... Um, he 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 tells you so many stories. I notice he tells a ton of stories about the people that run a show. None of them are about him about those people being on the show. They're all about their person. They were he was fr- he became friends with all of those people. Yeah. Woody Allen is like a really great friend of his. Groucho Marx was a real friend of his, and wow. all the stories like, oh, one night Groucho and I were getting Chinese food, and oh, Jesus, uh, you know that, that <laughs> the end. Stuff. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the end. Yeah. That's what I like about those things, uh, those two specials he did with Mel Brooks, where it's yeah. just like you know long conversations, yeah. and it's just like two friends that yeah. have a ton of friends in common, and then yeah. they just talk about all. I that mean, stuff. and he told me he said, I said, why aren't all of those things on DVD? And he said. He said that's like not even scratching the surface of how many hours. I mean, he said there's like 18,000. I mean, I don't know how many oh possible hours there are, but Jeez. we have to capture Dick Cavett and put him in an interrogation chamber as if he were uh, an, an a spy or an alien and just be like, up. talk. Yeah. And give then, him a truth serum. <laughs> <laughs> what if the truth serum is like, uh, none of that happened? No, yeah, I've I made all of it up. Sorry. But they're fun stories. <laughs> but he's just—he's the god. And I remember John Hodgman, someone else you've had on the show. I mean, the two of us were like, we were—we were following Dick Cavett around like he was a like a puppy. Yeah. Like we were puppies, yeah. and well, he was a puppy. He was too. a bigger puppy. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. a big puppy. And we were little ones. <laughs> yeah, Nick Offer uh, pup. Yeah, Nick Offer pup. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we were just like, hey, can you tell us more? Can you tell? I mean, there's just—he's uh, again in that rarefied group of. Awesome people, but bored to death is. So, I mean, like you have. And seen, I love them in Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> great, yeah. Delia! When you have something yeah. interesting to show me, yeah. <laughs> a ripe banana. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to eat a shrimp mm-hmm. cocktail. Because yeah, you think yeah. the hand is going to come out and pull your face? Yeah. Um, well, what am I talking? I mean, like, God, a, I don't. I've never really. Li- I don't eat from cocktail. But second of all, I've never been able. I've never been able to. Eat. That implies like ever since I saw that, I haven't been able to eat one. Like I was eating a lot of shrimp cocktail <laughs> yeah, at four. Four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Mama, Mama. Yeah. I have more shrimp cocktail. Yeah. That's another the call and response thing that D and I have, which is, is just like uh, if any of us go, okay, the next one just goes, I believe you. Yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> I haven't watched Beetlejuice in a long time. I, wonder, I believe. You. I wonder if it. 
I wonder if it holds up or if it feels. I think it holds up. I, I bet it's, it's so it's so cartoony and so yeah. like art direction is insane. Like it's just yeah. great. It's so much fun. It's so great and Michael Keaton is awesome. God, Keaton's yeah. amazing. He's so, so awesome. I mean, in so many movies, Johnny Dangerously. Yep. I love that yeah. movie. Yep. yep, it's a great movie. Black style, very glad. Nine hundred dollars. Well, show me good to see her spit again. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just yeah. fucking. And that's a good Weird Al song, original song that oh, was in that one. This is the live. This is the live. It's like yeah. uh, you know, kind of old right twenty song. Man, talk about another profound influence on my life. Yeah, same here. Have you met? Yeah. Have you met Al? I did. He's so great. I did. I just met him quickly at a restaurant, but another guy yeah. that you. You ex- you know he could be like, leave me alone, and you're just like, hi, I'm nice to meet you. Hey, man. How yeah, are yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. Such a lovely guy. And, and I love UHF, the movie UHF. I think it's great. I think that's like the closest SCTV has ever yeah. been to being yeah. like a movie. Yeah. Um, just call me so Mr. Butterfingers. Butterfingers. <laughs> hey, Mister. Can you yeah. 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 One dollar. I love it. Uh, but I have to go back yeah. to my home planet now. Um, Philo. Spatula City. Spatula City. Spatula City. Spatula City. And that's all. What's behind door number? Stupid. You took the box. Do you want the box? Yeah. Oh, a red snapper. Yeah. Yeah. Very tasty. Oh. Stanley Spadowski's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you found, Guys, the, you found the marble. Was it, you found the marble in the oatmeal. <laughs> oh, like yeah. The dumbest, like, <laughs> time to drink from the firehouse. Uh, uh, that's amazing. And when he goes to the station for the first time, it genuinely creeps me out, that station. Yeah. When he first takes yeah. it over. The scientist is in there. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Mr. Ed theme yeah, song yeah, starts yeah. to play. It's so lonely. Hello. Yeah, it's so just... Oh, God. No, it's... Uh, there, you know, I think also I had, uh, like, I think in the... I don't know, like, just the amount of television bad... Or not bad, I'm sorry. Movies that were on that I saw repeated. Like, the movies I can quote the most yeah. are movies I probably haven't seen in years, but, <laughs> like, um, and are movies that are dear to me, like... Um, you know, like that movie Super Fuzz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is Super, Super Fuzz is the movie where he gets the telekinetic yeah, powers, yes. but then when he sees the color red, yeah. it, he goes, yeah. It, yeah. it somehow, he yeah. Goes, I've not seen Super Fuzz yeah. in ages, but Peanut I remember. Peanut Butter Solution. Peanut Butter Solution is a creepy-ass uh, fucking movie. Garbage Pail Kids the movie. That's another <laughs> creepy movie. Um, yeah. Super Fuzz good double feature with Zapped. Oh, oh my God! God. Zapped. Oh, it's with uh, Scott, uh, Scott Bale, Bale and Willie Ames, uh, where what is he. That? It's essentially. Do you remember the episode of uh, Extras where Patrick Stewart's explaining like I've how never he has seen? I have. I'm not good with that. Well, he has like he has this scene where he's like telling like he has this idea for a a, a show where it's like he has telekinetic powers and every example he gives is that he like lifts up the shirts of women and he's all uh, before they can cover up. Uh, but it's too late. I've seen everything. <laughs> like, and essentially, that's like, as a kid, like the movie Zap is just like, uh, like that happens a bunch in that well, movie Zap- where like shirts go up and you're like, tits. That's well, amazing. Zap- yeah, there's a lot of boobs in there. Uh, yeah. The concept of Zap is hilarious because they basically, you have Scott Bayo, who's like, especially at the time, yeah. coming off Chachi, sure. is like the most teen beat kind yeah. of dreamy yeah. and they have him playing a nerd where it's basically just him <laughs> in a lab coat and he's a high school botanist oh. and then there's this lab at, and Willie Ames is the friend who's trying to get oh him to yeah. that old profession high school botanist yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you know the botany lab that every <laughs> high school has it's just, a su- it's just so sad you know how stuff's just getting cut yeah, from the high yeah, schools exactly. now with the prostitution yeah. and uh. Ho- uh, high school botanist we need to get telekinesis back in the school Class on time. Maybe so, maybe we add the whole telekinesis 
uh, flavor to skate dogs. Oh, see, that's the thing. This dog could could never actually skate. It was the owner that had telekinesis making it so the skateboard went around. Yeah, and that's the. But then he sees red, and it can't go at the big skate dog competition. Exactly, but it turns out it's been a part of the dog the whole time. He can do it. He doesn't need him anymore. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a magic skateboard. And the and the theme song. Brian Doyle Marie. I saw red. <laughs> <laughs> and I opened up the door. I yeah. saw red. Covered by Smash Mouth. <laughs> I nice. saw red. Yeah. <laughs> First so, class. guys, what are you going to buy with your $5 million oh, we each God. got from this movie? All the copies of the movie. <laughs> at, yeah. this point, at this point, I know you're going to want to call Wes and say, yeah. listen, I was I've going to. It. I was going to tell you, this was just going to be a side story for yeah. a character, but I think this is the movie now. I was going to do this as a television show, but if you want to do it as a movie, I'd be willing to talk to you about it. I was thinking miniseries on CMT. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it ends. It has an ending. It, it's not, it doesn't just go on for years. Yeah. It's a miniseries. We have a beginning and a minute. Yeah, we know. Remember The Boy going. Who Could Fly? Remember that movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that guy. What was that actor's name? I don't he know. was in a handful but of. But he was beautiful. That was a TV movie? No, no. It was no. a movie. Oh. movie. Yeah, but I saw it on TV. Yes, <laughs> going up on the roof and flapping. Yeah, like, what are you up there doing? Don't go, don't, don't. And oh. wasn't his little brother? The Dirt Bike Kid was also like in oh, that. Oh yeah, the Dirt <laughs> Bike Kid. Remember, you know, kid. one movie that really I had a big was uh, Explorers. Explorers. Oh, Explorers. Yeah. That was Not, the it's best. On, it's on Netflix Instant right now, and I've been fucking popping really? it on. Yeah. What What was the de- who made that movie? Jo- Joe Dante. Oh really? Yeah, the same guy that made Matt Gremlins. Day, Gremlins. Yeah. Um, you know. Other movies, probably. No. Did, he, did, did Joe do Rocketeer? <laughs> no. That was, was that Chris Colum? That was probably neither. So. It wasn't him. But Explorers it seems like a movie, though. Explorers is... That, okay, an example of how a movie can have like a weird effect on you for the rest of your life. I don't want to discredit the actual food itself, but I know that the reason I have an obsession with baklava is because of that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> because Wolfgang, River Phoenix's character, his Wolfgang's mom makes um, baklava the whole movie. She's always feeding yeah. it to them when they oh, come yeah. over. She's like, would you guys like some baklava? That's right. And um, I'm obsessed with it. I, I, yeah. Then I'm going to pitch something to you, Jason. Yeah. I, I want, I, I will produce... <laughs> Let's let's remake. remake scenes from Explorers with it. us. I will do it. <laughs> I will do it. You bring you bring the bubble gum. You bring the junkyard and the white dog, and I will bring and I will bring the Thunder Rose. How but am I except, bring except, the junkyard? Except Why do I get that? in the final <laughs> scene. The in the final scene, we'll go to some like crazy alien, like a fucked up. It was crazy. Those fucking aliens are crazy. But yeah. they're also, it's all like, oh, I'm yeah, a big kid alien. Blah, blah, blah. You know, but we'll go to like a serious like, oh, like HR Giger kind of, you yeah. know, like that kind of fucked up and alien. The last we're going to remake it, everyone, yeah. and then, but we're going to do it like, it's like when people say at the time we didn't have the technology to make it the way we yeah. wanted. <laughs> now we do. <laughs> now this was supposed to be a dark uh, space thriller. Yeah. Jabba the Hutt was always in it. He's always in yeah. the entire time. This is off to the inside. Was that what he said? Was there? Was yeah, there? no. In Star Wars, they had a scene where an actor, a guy, played a job of the hut. Oh. He was just this big and guy then in a special coat. edition. And that's why they overdid the. Yeah. G- and then they had the scene where because where he walks behind Han the dude. walks behind right. the actor, and then they had to make Han. Step on Jabba's tail, yeah. and it looked like fucking Poochie <laughs> from The Simpsons, where it's like cut out, like. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't. Well, the original, like if you um, in in the in the at Skywalker Ranch, they have these archives, and so you you go wow. into this facility and you see all of the concept everything, and the there's a concept figurine of the original Jabba who looked sort of like a Fu Manchu character with like oh, multiple wow. arms. 
and he's just like kind of a big guy. He's oh, not wow. like that gastropod. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, right. But so like Dom DeLuise couldn't do it. He couldn't so, do yeah, it. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's busy. What about um? On Smoking the Bandit three. Was uh, do you? Are there any like weird trivia facts that you know about movies? Like, was there really a shoe in the background of that movie floating in space or something? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. What's the one? What is the thing with um? Three men and a baby. Ted Danson, no, you work with him. You can ask him. What I is it? It's, it's, the it's the first thing I asked. It's the cutout. It's the cutout. It's the cutout. When he goes, he said the greatest thing ever. I was like, uh, I was like, can I just ask you? Like, there's a rumor that really. And I was like, yeah, is it true like a kid fell out of that window? And he's like, you know, he's like, I, it's not possible. It's not, it just didn't happen. And I go, but people say like it did happen. He's like, I just don't think it's possible that a ghost fell out of that window and died considering it was on a soundstage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, okay, there was no ghost. Uh, what's, the, what's the Wizard of Oz one? So, like uh, someone, oh, uh, the, crew the crew guy. Not, like, got, like, is that what it is? Fired or something like that, and then he hung himself in the... On the set, and they didn't yeah. catch it right yeah. away. Is that true? I uh, other I, reports I heard was like some kind of because there was like wild animals in the background. It was yeah. like an ostrich standing up or something. No. Oh, weird. I don't know. Now I now we have to. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's somewhere have on. Have you ever on done YouTube. the Pink Floyd? Yes. thing? Yes. It works. It works, and then when you have to start the CD over, it just doesn't work anymore. You have to stop the movie though too. Yeah, but yeah. it's like. You still like just right. you go. Oh, you can I see. did it wrong. You're stretching. But, yeah. I did it wrong because I played Dark Side of the Moon to the Wiz, and it just it, uh, just, yeah, it yeah. just didn't work. Too much going on. Farewell the Return to Us. That's a fucking another great movie. Scary movie. TikTok. Is, yeah, that is yeah. The Wheelers. Creepy. Those guys. Those. Those are you want to talk about frightening? Yeah. Uh, I put them up there with. Now, I mean, this is another topic. Is like my daughter. I have a two-year-old, and well, she's two point two, and um, I think about. She upgraded. She upgraded. I got the yeah, new one. Yeah. It took forever. Nice. Yeah. It took forever to download to restart it. Um, <laughs> but um, I have to close everything. Um, <laughs> the uh, like, what? Think about impact and scariness on children, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah. And because uh, I remember I was young, Never Ending Story uh, was very frightening. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, the wolf in the Never Ending yeah, Story the creature, the but the nothing. Yeah. That is a that is beyond frightening. To a horrifying child is a child that you, can, you can't wrap yeah. your mind around it. Yeah, I, I don't even think they could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like we'll just call it. That was so scary. I mean, what the fuck? They it was look like, like, they like big strong yeah. hands. I wish I could. Don't they? Falcon. Yeah. You know, as a kid, what is I, he yelling out of the window? When he screams, he screams the name. I I never understood what the name was, but he gives her some sort of a name. Yeah, and I could never understand what it was. Yeah. Not a bad little lady a to be train? stuck on a rock with, though. At the I mean, seriously, right. if you're talking Jesus about Christ, it, I've that, been looking for her my whole life. And then, it, then it turns into some kind of space blue lagoon where they discover yeah, each other's yeah. bodies. That's another one we can redo. Yeah. Yeah. Just on that rock. <laughs> no, I've you know, other thing is like I've worked with these people that have been in movies that meant a lot to me, but I don't know if they. Like well, I worked with Charlie Sheen on the in this movie inside the mind of a glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan the third, or Charles Swan. Or, yeah. <laughs> A-G-T-S-W No uh, <laughs> But um, I, first thing I was like I was like Look I love the Wraith Oh the Wraith oh, I shit. was like I Fucking love- Randy Quaid Yes And Sherilyn Finn Yes Yes And uh, Clint Howard And Clint Howard Clint Howard and, The uh, Wraith Oh my god The movie, Wraith I was in love with Sherilyn Finn And it's the Wraith I was obsessed with that movie yeah. And he's like Really like Wraith Like you know It's huh. like Give me a DVD um, What happened uh, I just I want to get another CD So you I make sure that we have a copy of the Wraith I don't have the Wraith <laughs> Oh 
I give wish, me the wraith. I remember <laughs> seeing the wraith. I remember seeing the wraith in the theater. You never saw the wraith. No, it's basically uh, like this this gang of people kill this kid, and then all of a sudden in a car race. In a car race, and then this mysterious future car yeah. appears and systematically like oh, wow. takes them out in yeah, races. In races, <laughs> and and then it's and then Charlie Sheen is the guy. He is, yeah. And so it's come uh, on, was so good. It's fucking wow. fun. It, that that movie's fun. That but good. um, yeah, like all those movies, oh, I love them all. What yeah. can I say? But did it, but kids like. What's frightening? Like, uh, what do you do? What, um, you know, you don't think something's scary, but maybe it's like an affair. And everyone gets scared of different things. And yeah. I'm always thinking about that now with my daughter. Like, is she gonna see something? Or especially, yeah. was, you know, I just crazy. and you have no idea. Yeah. Are you? And I never even thought about. It sounds like such a dorky thing to say, but driving around, you know, you don't think about. I never thought about like effective billboards and stuff on children or things. Oh, yeah. You do start to think about it all. I'm not against it, but I'm just saying you consider it in a way that yeah. it's like, ah, oh, it's so crazy. Like, what is she, I wonder what she thinks of that hmm. display for the new the Vikings documentary oh, on yeah. uh, History, History Channel. Channel. Thursdays at nine. <laughs> <laughs> do you is there is there something that you wanted to promote or plug while you were here besides the besides the Well the, I did the movie Charlie Sheen. Yes. Which was incredible. Bill Murray's in that one too. Nice. That was amazing. Watching those two guys talking. Eighties, <laughs> a uh, great uh, work, and eighties um, and nineties work, and now too. But I mean, as a kid, I was like, "Whoa!" You know, these yeah. guys, big. Um, no, that's a great. It's a crazy movie. It's a great movie. Um, Roman Coppola, my cousin, cousin, he made it for. We made it for like very little money. We shot it at his house. And oh, he wow. used like almost all of his own stuff. Oh wow! Like he got all the costumes off eBay. Like oh, we wow. just did it super nice. low. He's really good with. Um, he's someone that you should talk to someday. He's That'd like be a man of uh, a jack of all trades. Like um, he has his own magic trick that you can buy. In, you know, in magic stores that he did. And really? He has invent. He like invented this thing called photo bubble, which is an inflatable like football field sized uh, white enclosed studio to shoot car commercials in it's a reflectionless area that you like he's oh, wow. uh, oh crazy and he directs the, and but one of his passions is uh, well besides magic and illusion are like camera tricks and old timey camera tricks wow. and so all these tricks we had to do in the movie he you know we didn't have really a lot of money to do and it was a very it's a very expansive movie in terms of or just surreal movie and um, he made all of these things possible with tricks that were from, you know, the 30s and 40s. That's and rad. 50s That's and, amazing. Yeah, so it's a really fun movie. It's really funny, and um, I think it's great. And it's so sweet. Charlie Sheen was, before we started shooting, he was like, I was like, I told him I was really nervous. And he's like, I'm nervous. And I was like, how can you be nervous? You're, you know. <laughs> You're loaded up on drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you shouldn't be nervous. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, how can someone be nervous who not only has worked a lot, but if you've been on a show for a long time, I feel like you're just a well, you're well oiled. Like you, I think a lot of fear like comes from inactivity. Yeah. But if you're like doing something regularly, but like a, but you, a new anything, a but new he was any like, new situation. He's like, I haven't been in a movie. He said, I haven't played a new character since my show. Oh shit. And and that was eight years ago. Or so. I mean, I was like, oh, I mean, you think about that. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, true. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. thought. I, I, was like, I was character. like, why would you be nervous? You've been on sets. You've been working for it. But he's like, I haven't done anything. I haven't done a new person. But this is yeah. such an interesting, like, this movie in particular is, is, is the, the, because the, the concept of Charlie Sheen 
yeah. is so bizarre to me yeah. that he could be so publicly a certain super destructive way. Yeah. And in, but rather than just self-destructing, yeah. <laughs> it, that there's this weird mystique where he could be in a movie like this. I know. And not and it's not like a it's not like a weird yeah. shitty remake of the Wraith. Like it's a it's a yeah, kind of a cool arty it. movie. It's a very he is a concept that he's an anomaly. Yeah. And he I, is an anomaly. He's a phenomenon, I guess. He's his own phenomenon. He's a phenomenal. One big happy phenomenon. That was the America remake of Amelie, right? (laughs) Phenomenal. Starring Charlie Sheen. And John Travolta reprising his role from Phenomenon. God. Yeah. (laughs) Where he has telekinesis. Yes. But uh, don't worry, it's just a brain tumor. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. It's okay, he dies at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So don't spoil it. Darkness into it, and they have the the phenomenomicon. (laughs) 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 I will swallow your soul in a delightful way. Those ones. Those are great. Why is it? Why isn't Bruce Campbell working all every single moment? He works moment? pretty regularly. Does he? Okay, yeah. I want him to be the big. I want him to. Be, I want him to be the biggest yeah. star. In he's the on world. a TV show. Yeah, he's on Burn Notice. Burn I know Notice. that, but I want him to be Briscoe yeah. County Junior. I want him to yeah. be. Briscoe County Junior. Great. Starring in every movie. I want him to be loved by millions every day. <laughs> I want him to be known by my mom's yeah. extended family. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, is Briscoe on Netflix? So I don't think so. I had a sketch with him once, and he was, like, the fucking nicest guy and fucking just, like, like, has ideas, like, just throwing stuff out and just, like, but, like, so, always so spot on. I love Baba Hotep. Baba Hotep. Oh, my God. Great, great, great movie. See that guy's new movie, John Dies at the End? Huh? The guy who did uh, Bubba Hotep, he has a new movie uh, called John Dies no. at the End. It's uh, it's available on demand on pay-per-view. It's fucking crazy. It's so crazy and great. It's hard to explain. It's wow. like there's like this kind of new drug that comes into this uh, like scene and like uh, but it gives people powers and they kind of die and come back from it. And it's just like a like Shit. a crazy like, yeah, I have no way to explain the movie. Right. Yeah. But it's uh, Did you? I want to see the movie Holy Motors. Did you oh, I want because Cine Family was showing it yeah, and I wanted to go it? so bad because it yeah. looks nuts. Have you have you guys I seen haven't seen the it? The trailer looks fucking like well, watch the trailer. You won't know what to do with They're yourself. showing it. I mean, I don't know anything, but my friend went said there's this great. He said there's a great movie theater downtown that he went to that's showing the it. downtown independent, possibly. That, yeah, that I think that's the only place it. that's playing the kind of any movies. I think movies. it's playing there if you want to go see it. Which yeah, is a I should great, probably run down there. Yeah. Which is a great space, the downtown cool independent. Space. What, what I have a downtown independent app, and I just watch all my movies on that. <laughs> 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 I don't need to go to places and see the other. You actually came um, with your daughter when you downloaded the update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was bundled software. Yeah, one free <laughs> one free viewing. And nor nanovirus. Yeah. Don't fall for that one. Hey, come on, guys. <laughs> Look uh, at that. She's bummed. She's like... That, did you see that? Did you notice yeah. that? She yeah. was like... That was really an extended well. stare. Just like, do you know what she's yeah. upset about? What? She's. I'm not Nick Offerman, she was thinking. Oh. I'm not Nick Offerman. She's, think, she's thinking, I'm not Nick Offerman? <laughs> yeah. She's walking, is that what yeah, you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick That's Offer Woman, which reminds me that I found. Offer Woman. And then I'll and then I'll I'll, I'll close. I'll end with this because it's. Uh, I don't want to end ever. I don't want to yeah. end this either. Let's just keep going. Can you I come on all the time? Yes. Oh my God, you can come back anytime you want. And oh, I'll tell you this. I'll do. I'll come once a week. I'll tell you this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this, Jason. Cool. <laughs> I will. If can I be one of the gang? I can interview other people. Yeah. yeah. That, well, here's here's what you can do. It's like a piano from this angle. Okay. You're never mind. You're bored right here. Here, here's what That's you my can first do. Bit. <laughs> the piano guy. That thing no one can see. Everything's a piano. One time, it's, it's distracting him. You just got to get rid when, of it. When uh, with Zach Galifianakis on board to that, that was holding a guitar, and I said, "Any request?" And he said, uh, "Piano Man" by Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's another guy where it just like you just can't. I will again. He is. 
one of the greatest human beings in the yeah. world. Yes. Good dude. Yes. And a guy that just uh, ha- seems to have that kind of Bill Murray sort I of. I feel like I've dropped names on this show and I'll think about it probably for a while. And I'll, Not at all. On, but I will say that I'm only saying this because I am. You, I am a fan. I am not. I am the listener. I am you. Wow, he's I so am, relatable. I, I am relatable. I no. I really. I mean, I just. I think. I think. I just love all this stuff so much that I love all these people, and uh, so. I, and I just feel, yeah. feel like it's fun to share stories about. Well, them. what well, you know, what what I can do is that uh, if there are guests coming up. That we're gonna go interview, and they're people that you either know or want to meet or like. You can just come. I'll and just come in with you guys and hang out. With you, you can guys. totally can do I don't that. Be with any famous people. You, you can totally yeah. do that. I get a little starstruck. Oh, yeah. You want to just hear something funny? Yes. Let's put Arrow up on the mic and see how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see anything? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But then, when did you get into? Oh yeah. But what do? And your dad's. Oh. Uh, so how do you find as a French bulldog? Are there certain? Is there a stigma against your uh, respiratory issues? Do you get typecast? Um, <laughs> is the is, is the, there a role you is that play, noise? Is that a deviated septum? Is that they from a lot of cocaine? They said I couldn't play Usain Bolt, <laughs> but I knew I could in the movie Bolt. Thank God for that. Well, Jason Schwartzman, thank you so much hey, for being thank here. You guys. Yeah, seriously, come back whenever you want. We're gonna hang out. And right. and uh, should we roll right into the next one, like uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings style? Should we just do all three? Should we yeah. do three, three podcasts right yeah. now and just put them all? Yeah, just, uh, just shoot them all. Let's do them all at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Do five hours here, and then we'll just disperse them. All. Superman, <laughs> Superman one and two. How will we ever pretend that to be talking about relatable things like uh, in the future? You're right. If it comes out in a year, it won't ever do. Fuck it. this new. Uh, I have this new computer. It's the, crazy. And the stuff it does at the other dinner. Oh, God. Yeah, I, know, God. Yeah. I can't believe there's no more of the things, but they added the new one. Just yeah, like exactly. so in port. But know? other yeah. things are, uh, it seems in, obvious. Why wouldn't they port. have that? But then but then that doesn't communicate with that thing. I know. <sighs> That's like you're going off about that thing, but you still got the other program that works way better than the last one. There just needs to be a standard, some type of standard. It scratches too easy. If yeah. only I knew then what I know now. <laughs> yeah. Everything I, would be so great. I know. We've just made the perfect topical evergreen podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it just repeats, and everyone's like, it's like, yeah, but they were talking about the thing, and that was better than the other thing. Yeah. Because because yeah. People will, will pull, program project. in whatever they think yeah. it is that we're yeah, talking how about. How does Fred Armisen do that character where he is the political? Oh, I think that... Is okay, that improvised? We're all that friends. must be improvised, yeah. right? I think it's largely probably improvised. Oh, and yeah. it just, I love that fucking thing. That makes me love him. Well, yeah. you have to see Andy Daly's bit. You have to listen to Andy Daly's oh. Nine oh, Sweaters. I'm, Oh, uh, yeah, or the bit he did on the comedy death ray. The, it's the comedy death ray. Yeah. He's the comic who doesn't uh, ever say anything. He just oh comes out and he's like, hey, come on, guys. Oh yeah. I didn't yeah. sign up for so, that. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and then so these guys are over you, here. Have you, have you seen this? Funny. Have yeah. you seen this? And then oh, like, oh, my so, God. Yeah, I went to one of those places. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so not funny. that kind and of guy. And then seven, like seven so minutes in, he, he pulls out his list and he goes, what else is going yeah. on? That is so funny. Yeah, so that's on the comedy good. death race. I didn't get that memo. Did, did, you, you, see, did you see the bad lip reading NFL thing? Yes, it's so funny. Oh, my It's so funny. Did you see this? I haven't seen it yet, but I love it. We have to watch it when we turn off the, or we can just watch it and everyone can listen to us laugh. Sounds good. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I appreciate Thanks, it. Man. It's a big, uh, big honor for me. Love, so good to see you. you. And we're gonna, we're gonna make an explorers thing. Yeah, we will. Okay. Enjoy your burritos, everybody. <laughs> is that the dog or is that Chris? I can't tell. I can't tell. I caught whatever the dog has. He's a master. No cabbage dog. Boring. Now leaving nerdist.com.
Enjoy your burrito. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.